0: Buy wisely, buy for flavor, buy Del Monte, Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Time now for Rocky Jordan, transcribed and brought to you by Del Monte Foods, the brand preferred by more women than any other line of canned fruits and vegetables in the world. Not far from the mosque Sultan Hassan in Cairo stands the Café Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. The Café Tambourine, crowded with forgotten men, alive with the babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against the backdrop of antiquity. Del Monte presents Rocky Jordan and this week's story, The Man from Cairo.
1: I noticed nothing unusual about him when he first came into the tambourine. A typical American tourist, Midwestern, loaded down with movie camera and all the trappings. He was slightly on the hefty side, red faced from walking more than usual. He mopped his thinning hairline with a silk handkerchief, piled his gear on the bar, and sat down. As I stepped up, he pulled an English Arabic dictionary out and started thumbing through it. Hey, you won't be needing that book here, mister. Huh?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh. No, I suppose
2: not. Hey, by golly, I might have known. I'll bet you're from the good old USA.
1: That's right. St. Louis.
2: St. Louis. Well, I'll be a son of a gun. The a small world. Uh, put her there, Mr... Uh, uh, Jordan. Yeah, well, I'm mighty glad to know you, Jordan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Say, you got a cold?
1: Uh, yeah, slightly, Mr... Um... Hey,
2: Simpson. Simpson's my name.
1: Millard T. Simpson. It's a lovely case. Uh, could it be that it is for the rolls of film? they not for you, Sheba. Break it off. Come on. Oh, but you do not understand, sir. The camera I could not afford. But if the case does not cost too much... Uh, for five pounds perhaps no soap it's not mine to sell but only for this lovely case I- I- your price if any look i told you Sheba. now for the last time imshi back out to the street not yet jordan Bay. drop the gun shiva drop it but i have been a most generous man have i not offered to buy now i will take the film as i wish why what's in it for you do not stop me and do not follow <laughs> what is that you want to know look out the front window Police? No. Keep them out, Jordan Bay. Keep them out. Not that way, Shiva. Come back here.
3: Where is he, Mr. Jordan? We saw him here.
1: If it's Shiva, you want, he went out through the kitchen.
3: After him, man. Through the kitchen.
1: All at once, they were making a Roman carnival out of my tambourine. I followed through the kitchen, the alley door, and watched him race off. Shiva was nowhere in sight. Then I thought about Simpson's camera stuff and got back into the cafe. It was all still there. About then, Chris, my bartender, came on the job, and after a while, we had things about in order. I was writing the last table when who should come breezing in again but Millard T. Simpson, Cairo, Illinois.
2: Well, back again, Jordan. Got just the film I wanted.
1: Did you find any
2: excitement, Mr. Simpson? Excitement? <laughs> Not a thing.
1: Should have stayed here. Why? A character came in making a grab for some of your camera films. One of them real bad, the way he waved a gun. Oh, but everything's here, isn't it? Well, that's because half the Cairo police caught up with him about then. They ran him through here and out the back door. Oh, you'd have loved it.
2: Uh, ha, 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 ha. Good try, Gordon Jordan. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, you old son of a gun trying to dream up a wild story. Just intrigue me,
1: huh? <laughs> you think it didn't happen? So I'm looking for excitement. You needn't have bothered. <laughs> Look, he only went for your film case. What's in there he'd want? Some mighty good shots,
2: Jordan. Hey, how about dropping over at the hotel for a couple of hours? I'll run off a few of them for you. It's only ten minutes from here, the Royale.
1: No, no, no. a little busy right now. Well, not that I wouldn't like to see him.
2: Oh, some other time then, huh? You know, you're my kind of man, Jordan. Jake, hope to see a lot of you.
1: Goodbye. Simpson and all his paraphernalia were gone then. I guess he decided then not to eat. But I couldn't help wondering about him about the way Shiva had gone after that case full of film. So I decided to call police headquarters and have a word with Captain Sabaya. Sabaya speaking. Hello, Sam. It's Rocky. Well, Jordan? Uh, Some of your boys paid my tambourine a visit a while ago.
3: So I understand.
1: They're after a bum named Shiva. What about?
3: Do not be concerned, Jordan. Shiva always chooses to make things difficult. Did they get him? No, however, we will. A moment, Jordan. Hold the phone, please. Yes. As met, we are looking for has been found. I am sure, Very well, Jordan. Yeah. You will come to headquarters immediately.
1: How's that, Sam? What are you driving at? You
3: surely heard me. Do as I say, Jordan,
1: and as quickly as possible. Oh, okay, Sam. I'm here. They find Shiva. He
3: has been found. Lying dead in an alley of the Sharia Arabaya. Word came during your phone call. Well, what do you want with me? Jordan, I ask you now why you inquired about Shiva. And what was he doing in your cafe? He was there to see what he could get his hands on, Sam. You know what Shiva was like. And you presume to tell me that you called for no other reason? Well, maybe I don't like your boy slamming around my cafe. You better explain that. Jordan, let me tell you something. Two evenings ago, at the height of the rush hour, there was an incredible robbery of considerable money from the government finance building. Without detection, the bandits left the building with the money, lost themselves in the crowd. They disappeared long before the alarm sounded. Government's
1: pressure from the higher-ups, huh? As
3: you say, it was hoped that Shiva could reveal important information. You understand now the gravity of this affair. Oh, sure, but what would a roll of film have to do with it? Film? I meant you no know film. Oh, my mistake, Skipper.
1: You got a good idea who
3: pulled the job? The pattern is a familiar one. However... I would hardly reveal that to you, Jordan, or our plans for apprehending the criminals.
1: Uh, Don't bother to, Sam. Maybe I got some plans of my own. Sam looked puzzled, but he finally let me go. After dropping by my cafe, I wanted a good long talk with one Millard T. Simpson. Just as I got to the tambourine, the phone opened up in my office. Hello, tambourine. That's the name. You were smart. Real smart. Oh, I never deny it. By not letting Shiva get that film, you were smart. Yeah, so I was smart. Tell me some more. Just keep the film till I get there. That's all you need to know. It uh, might be. I haven't got it. That means Simpson has. So you know him, too. I know all the right people. You are Simpson. I don't care what film. So did Shiva. Did you kill him? Sure, just leave your name, address, and phone number. I'll be around. And what's in it for me? It depends. You do it my way or you don't take your choice. Either
2: way, I always pay off.
0: Del Monte Foods is presenting tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan. This is the time of year when practically everybody is making New Year's resolutions. And so we have a good one to add to the list. One you ladies won't have the least trouble keeping. It's this. Serve a real He-Man catsup in 1950. Del Monte catsup. The zestiest, liveliest catsup that ever pleased a man. Yes, indeed. That marvelous spiced tomato flavor of Del Monte catsup really peps up a meal on hash or beans, on chops or steak, on any food that calls for catsup, you'll find Del Monte catsup is a real flavor treat. It does wonders for the flavor of plain foods, and it has a zesty, lively flavor to please
1: the heartiest appetite.
0: One of the big secrets of the marvelous flavor of Del Monte catsup is pineapple vinegar. Catsup experts say the finer the vinegar, the better the catsup flavor, and pineapple vinegar is superlative vinegar.
1: It has a special way of coaxing out all the best flavor of the other ingredients, especially the tempting tomato flavor.
0: Del Monte catsup is the only catsup made with pineapple vinegar. Ask for Del Monte catsup at your grocers. You'll be glad you did. And now we take you back to Cairo and tonight's Rocky Jordan story, The Man from Cairo.
1: Voice without a name, finished his threats and hung up. And I was off to see Millard T. Simpson, Cairo, Illinois. I wondered if he knew he was carrying around some film hot enough to kill him just as it had killed Shiva. In fact, I wondered a lot of things about Simpson. He told me he was at the Hotel Royale, and I found his room.
2: Jordan, you old son of a gun. Come in, come in. Hi, Mr. Simpson. Oh, uh, uh Jordan, take hand with Miss, uh... Uh,
1: Fendal, Tara Fendal. How are you, Tara? I I must go now. I thank you again, Mr. Simpson. Oh, not at all, not at
2: all.
0: You will pardon me, Mr. Jordan.
1: Oh, sure. Goodbye. Hey, you're doing all right, Mr. Simpson. Huh? Oh,
2: nothing like that, Jordan. Nothing like that, no, sir. Yeah, but I will say, Miss Fendal's far and away the most intriguing sight I've seen in Cairo, Aunt Jordan. <laughs> Say, I'll bet you dropped over to see some of my pictures. I'll set the projector up right away. Only take a minute.
1: Uh, something else, Simpson. Ever heard of a little guy named Shiva?
2: Shiva? No, why
1: should I? He's a character that tried to grab your film in my cafe this afternoon.
2: Oh, now, Jordan.
1: You want to know where Shiva is now? Where? Lying in the morgue.
2: Morgue? (laughs) At it again, aren't you?
1: He's dead. (laughs) Murdered. Some film of yours had plenty to do with it. And there are others after it. Oh,
2: you know, Jordan, I like you better all the time. Still trying, aren't you? Well,
1: go see for yourself. Get down to the mall.
2: Still trying to dream up some excitement for me. <laughs> yeah, forget it, old man. Forget it. Now, uh, which picture do you want to see first? The pyramid? Tomb? The Nile boat? Now,
1: just one. You took it in the government center two evenings ago, remember? The crowds, the jeweler's clock. Oh, that one. That's funny. Should have mentioned that a couple of minutes ago. Well, where is it?
2: Well, that's why Miss Fendal was here. She worked at the Delta Photoshop where I had it developed. They were so impressed with it there, they wanted to make a copy of it, she said.
1: Simpson, you gave the film to her?
2: Why, sure, why not? you will bring it back in the morning. She promised. Hey, hey, Jordan, where are you going?
1: Take some advice, Simpson. Stay right here till you hear from me. And keep this door locked. I stopped in the lobby just long enough to ring the Delta Photoshop. No, they'd never heard of anybody named Tara Fendall. So I went moving around the car all night around the places where you can buy anything or sell anything, get information or give it for a price. I found who I wanted in a little dive off in the Muskie sector. He was sitting at a table with his back to the wall. He didn't even look at me. Hello, E-Jack. Why are you sitting down, Jordan? I don't know you. I got something on my lord T. Simpson. I don't know him either. That's because he's smart. He kept the real film. Find another table. He kept the real film and gave a phony roll away. He still got it back at the Hotel Royale. They got bouncers at this joint. $50,000 in American money might fix it. Are you going someplace, Jack I picked my company. Now my job was to get Simpson out of the line of fire. As quick as I could make it, I had Simpson on the phone. I told him to get out of his room and over to the tambourine right away he'd find all the dark adventure there he wanted. Next, I buzzed Chris and told him to keep an eye on Simpson after he got there. Then I got to the Hotel Royale and upstairs. I did little things to the door lock to Simpson's room, got inside and waited. I kept waiting, but nobody came. So I waited some more till I knew something had gone wrong. I picked up the phone and asked the desk if there'd been any calls for Simpson. Then I got it. Like the typical American businessman, Simpson had left word where he was going, right to the tambourine. So I hit the street, flagged a taxi, and made it to the tambourine in ten minutes flat. And not any too soon. A couple of muscles had Chris pressed against the bar. And another, a flat-faced guy with something like a crew haircut, was working him over with the butt end of a gun. All right, bring it off.
3: Rocky, Rocky, get these guys off me. Let, let him be... go, I said. Cut it. Yeah, yeah, like he says, let the barkeep go.
1: We can concentrate on
2: Jordan now. I will concentrate on him, Grobeck.
1: Sure, Grobeck's the name, huh? You wouldn't give it on the phone. Rocky... They came in after Simpson. Catch your breath, Chris. Grobeck will tell it. You heard him right, Jordan. I want Simpson. I know he's here. Is he? You think he'd be hanging around here knowing you'd Show up? Come? Where's Simpson, Jordan? I thought it. Thought it's the film you wanted. Or maybe you didn't get my message. I got it. And then suppose we taught some sense. It's a little matter of money, remember? Something like 50,000? The deal says 10 with the cops left out. All right, start counting, Grobeck. I see the film, nothing for him. I can get it. I'm not standing here. Get it, Jordan. Have it here in one hour,
3: alone. You know what? He was going to have company. Chris. You get know what I mean? One hour, Jordan. Chris,
1: did Simpson come here? Sure he did.
3: He waited here a long time and then started getting restless. Uh, where is he now? Well, he said it was after his bedtime, so I let him go in your office and take a nap on your cot. He must still be there.
1: Okay. Simpson. Come on, get up from there. Simpson, wake up.
2: Hey, oh, 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 Jordan. Yeah, well, I must have dropped off. You bet you did. Slept through plenty. Oh, I always could do that. It's a matter of relaxation. Say, hey, Jordan, what about the adventure you promised?
1: Well, you're in luck. You missed it all
2: again. Missed what?
1: A guy named Grobeck came scratching for that film. He killed Sheba for it. Now he's after you. you never stop crying, do you? <laughs> of course, I just happened
2: to sleep through
1: it. It's the truth. Chris here took a beating covering for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is rich. Jordan, you're a man after my own heart. You dig up some excitement for me yet, won't you? <laughs> Ever yeah, the next time, make sure I'm away. <laughs> but it's real,
1: I tell you. Every bit of it.
2: <laughs> stop it, Jordan. You're killing me. <laughs> Why,
1: you... Come on. No, no, no. no. No, 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 Jordan, you're going too fine. will stop it. Get in the kitchen and stay there. I told Chris to lock up the tambourine and keep Simpson there. Then I was out looking for an Egyptian girl who called herself Tara Fendal. I got over to the Hotel Royale and started tagging taxi drivers and picked up fares there that afternoon. It took some time and a lot of piastres, but it finally paid off. One of them said he'd picked up a girl of Tara's description, and for three times the fare, he took me across Cairo, down to a shabby two-story hotel near the Nile Docks. I went in, bribed the sleepy clerk for a rule number, took the creaking steps to the upper floor, and knocked at 207. There was a sound inside, but no answer. I knocked again. Still quiet, so I laid my shoulder against the door and shot He was there, standing rigid against the far wall you come here? Simpson introduced us Tara, remember? Oh, Mr. Jordan, but I could mean nothing to you. Will you please go? Sure, that can be arranged as soon as you hand me the film you took for Mr. Simpson. I, I do not know what you are talking about, you are mistaken, Mr. Jordan. Please, what are you doing? It may take time, but I'll find it. There is nothing there that you want, for you must believe me, Mr. Jordan. Simpson gave me the film. Where is it? would you want it? I oh, no. Well, we're getting somewhere. I suppose you tell me a few things, huh? Why, very well. I... Really...
0: <laughs> in just a moment, Rocky Jordan returns to conclude tonight's story.
1: First thing in the morning, any time during the day, as a mealtime appetizer...
0: Del Monte tomato juice really hits the spot. Yes, as an awakener first thing in the morning, as a pick-me-up at any time during the day, or as the perfect appetizer at mealtimes, a chilled glass of Del Monte tomato juice gives you pleasant, refreshing tomato flavor that really hits the spot.
1: Del Monte tomato juice is fresh-tasting.
0: Just one sip tells you... Here is real tomato flavor at its best.
1: Del Monte tomato juice is natural tasting.
0: All the tempting goodness of fully ripened tomatoes picked right off the vine.
1: Del Monte tomato juice is refreshing.
0: Yes, indeed. That fresh, natural, field-ripe tomato flavor adds up to real refreshment. Starts you off right in the morning, is a wonderful pick-me-up anytime time during the day, and it makes the perfect appetizer at mealtime. Keep several cans of Del Monte tomato juice in your cupboard. You'll find they come in mighty handy. Back now to Rocky Jordan for the conclusion of tonight's story.
1: Well, Millar T. Simpson scooted off then looking for a phone. I held Grobeck and his two willing helpers there in the street for what seemed like a long time... Finally, the police came pouring in from all directions, and it was over. Not long after that, we were in Sam's office. Simpson was still grinning from ear to ear. I breached Sam, and he showed nothing but relief. Uh, It
3: is good to have this affair off my mind, Jordan. Uh,
1: Sure, Sam. Clearing up a government robbery ought
3: to get you a good bonus. No, I will take no credit for this. Rather, it should go to you and your good friend, Mr. Simpson. Oh, think nothing of it, Captain. It was a pleasure. Great experience. Oh, say, about that film
2: of the finance building robbery, Captain, Uh, Folks at the lodge back home will be dying to see it.
3: We must
0: necessarily hold it as evidence... Jordan Transcribed is written by Larry Roman and Gomer Cool from a story by Kathleen Height and stars Jack Moyles in the title role with Jane Avello as Sam Sabaya. This program is produced and directed by Cliff Howell with original music composed and conducted by Richard Arant. Larry Thor speaking. Remember you have a date next week at the Cafe Tambourine run by Rocky Jordan. Same time, same station. And the story is... Smoke screen. When it's real corn patch flavor you want, just ask for Del Monte corn, either golden cream style or golden whole kernel. Yes, if you want rich, sweet, melt-in-your-mouth butter tender corn, look for Del Monte, the brand that always puts flavor first.